Back in the 70s, the mantra for teens was peace and love. In the 80s, the mantra for most teen boys was skate or die. Flash forward 20 years, and what do our youths care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. Oh man, it has been such a season and here we are again talking to a computer and uh, just doing this recording thing for the What's the Wi-Fi Password podcast. Um, I almost forgot the word password for some reason. I don't know. It's been a while, uh, but everybody out there, it's so good to have you listening to my voice right now. Wish I could see you and hug you and rough you up like I do on Tuesday nights. Um, But this is what we get right now. And so I am joined by two amazing people. Uh, Why don't you guys say hi? Hello. Hi, this is Erica, Josh's other better half. (laughs) Much better half. And my name's Tate. Good to be here with you guys. Well, guys, um, so just to kind of kick this podcast off, we've uh, we've got some cool things happening this week. One of them is we've got a guest speaker on our teachings through Philippians, but we'll get that to, to that in a minute. Uh, first off, though, because of just kind of where we're at as a youth group, and um, because of you know circumstances, we're we're kind of just doing these teachings for both middle school and high school. And you middle schoolers, I love your guys's comments on the YouTube. Um, you high schoolers are horrible. You never leave comments, uh, but you middle schoolers are amazing. Uh, Mary Hooper, Jack McGlasson, you guys like it brightens up my day when I look on our YouTube channel and there's a comment on there. Um, but uh, you know, just to kind of reminisce a little bit, we got like six months left in 2020 and today or actually Monday I was doing paperwork and admin work to get ready for summer camps um 2021 I know it's crazy but like I'm already doing some work to get ready for that and so just to reminisce a little bit uh last year we had a phenomenal summer camp middle school summer camp Mm -hmm. uh it was so much stinking fun and I know this is a sore subject because we had to just kind of bail on our summer camps this year, which is just, it's so heartbreaking. It is so heartbreaking. Um, Actually, this would be the week we'd be going to summer camp, right? This week. And so um, high school summer camp. And so I'm just, yeah, a little heartbroken, but I just want to ask you ladies, what was your favorite memory from summer camp, middle school summer camp, 2019? What was your favorite memory? I want to hear Tate's first. Uh, Okay. I, Absolutely loved when we all do the Macarena. It's so fun. Um, That's one of my highlights for sure, just dancing with everybody. I also really enjoyed um, Pastor Isaac's teaching from Calvary Modesto. Um, I still remember that one. It was really, really good. Um, And wait, what? He was there at that one, right? That wasn't the year before? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Isaac was there. Okay, cool. I just had a panic moment of like, wait, was that two years ago? And I think I always really enjoy, um, I just enjoy being like with the girls late at night in the cabins and stuff and, you know, debriefing and 
going over things. I love the new game that we played. I don't even remember what it's called, but we're like the leader. And I loved our high school leaders. So yeah, those, those are all my favorite memories. Too many, but I miss, I miss it so much. I think it was Everest. The game was Everest. Oh yeah. Everest. Yeah. yeah. And we will be, that was a good that. one. That was so much yes, fun. Yes. That was so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for me, my favorite, you mentioned the high school, you know, volunteer leaders. I got to do something completely new at camp, middle school camp last year. Um, and a big thing for me is like, is coaching. Mm-hmm. And so Josh allowed me to take, how many students did we have? We had eight, high eight all together. Yeah. He allowed me to literally just set myself aside and coach them and disciple them and, and how to like, lead these groups of kids and these different teams and and I literally every night got to break down the strengths I saw and the weaknesses I saw in each of them and like just get together and talk with them and like how can we how can we be better in this how are we reflecting Jesus as we're leading and guiding these kids and even cheering alongside with them and then every morning getting to do a devo with them and pray with them like that was absolutely my favorite thing to do and then on top of that we got to like punk josh yeah so badly they scared the living tar out of me <laughs> oh it's such a highlight for me i still have the video of josh screaming like a double scream it's scre- in the I midst of a twice. scream I, mean, I screamed twice like it was it was horrible yeah and at the end maybe cussing the kids out maybe not <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i think i said you little sons of and i stopped <laughs> like because they scared the tar out of me. It wasn't just that they screamed and scared me, but when I looked, I couldn't see what was screaming at me because they were up in like a loft above my cabin. And so oh it was the gosh. fear of like not knowing. My mind went yeah. dragon bear demon. Like there was a dragon bear demon in my cabin. I can't see it or fight it and stop it. And so I'm dead. I, I thought I was dead. I thought I was dead. Um, oh anyway, those are great memories. Those are great. Um, I have to say watching like our middle schoolers, uh, just enjoy life. You know, those are probably my favorite parts of camp is there's so much burden. There's so much on so many of you middle schoolers, like you have the, a world that is just pulling you in so many different directions. And when you get to go to something like that and just be a kid, just mm-hmm. be a middle schooler, just enjoy life. There's mm-hmm. no greater thrill for me to see yeah. that. So um, for sure. And yeah, love seeing Tate doing the Macarena. That was, that was <laughs> awesome. Um, that's like, has to come back every year. Did you get the high schoolers to do that? Did you, at winter camp or was that just the middle school? No high school. Too. I think the high schools did it too. Yeah. At Ponderosa. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. anyway, Tate froze on a really like. Oh, well, actually, no, I think I just did middle school. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I heard you. I said, I think we just did middle school. I don't know if I got the high schoolers, but I can't, can't remember. Yeah. It yeah. was good. So, well, that's some good reminiscing. Um, and yeah, looking forward to 2021. I'll be here before you know it guys. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, so Tate, um, I had you uh, step in the shop was on vacation last week. And so I had to step in and teach Philippians chapter two verses one through 11. Um, yeah. we got six more teachings in Philippians until we get to August. And so, just like kind of walk us through your heart in that um, you had three main points on, on the spirit moving in us and working in us and even working through our humanity in sense. And so, um, yeah, just where was your heart in that? And just kind of what, like, how did God walk you through that, that section of scripture? 
Yeah, you know, it was it was really interesting. I was reading the book of Philippians at the beginning of the being sheltered in place. It was like one of the only books I read just over and over and over again in different translations and everything. And so God has been using that book to speak to me in a lot of ways. But I think with the current climate of the world, just, you know, all the racial tension going on, I definitely, I guess, saw this passage with fresh eyes and not making the whole teaching about that. But I guess really what God was showing for me is that, you know, um, I have to really partner with the spirit of God. I have to make sure that the Holy Spirit is the one stronger in me rather than my own flesh and my own agenda and my own thoughts and feelings and emotions. Um, Otherwise, I am not going to be successful in the goal of sharing the gospel. And so um, I think for me too, he really just showed me that it is a team effort. Like he was speaking to the whole church of Philippians. And I think we need to like take that into consideration because he wasn't just talking to one person. And sometimes when we take these passages of scripture, of course, God's speaking to us directly, but within the context of this letter, he's talking to a whole church. And so I think one of what Paul's trying to tell the whole church is that it's important that all of us are in the spirit of God, because we all have to be on the same team. We all have to have unity. We all have to have humility and we all have to have, um, surrender to the Lord in order to be at all like a winning team. And so I use the analogy of, you know, football. I love football, but, um, and I talked a little bit about the world's climate too, but I think it just really hit home for me that if I'm desiring unity in our world, in our church, in our community, um, the unity can't come without humility and surrender. And so they all kind of like fit together and, um, you know, I'm sure the Philippians were experiencing tensions too, because all around them, you know, they're one of the first most established churches. Um, and so they had strong beliefs and the culture around them didn't have strong beliefs. So I'm sure that's why Paul talked about unity, you know, within them. Um, I'm sure that's why he said, like, if you want your, what would make me most joyful is if you continue the spirit of unity. Like Paul was like, kind of like a dad would be like, telling his kids, like, can you all just get along now? (laughs) And so, (laughs) um, I just, yeah, I really liked this chunk of scripture. And, uh, I think the title of it in most Bibles is like Christ's example of humility. And the most, one of the most beautiful parts of the scripture is when Paul just like does a deep dive into theology and talks about Jesus emptying himself. And that part of scripture always is like, just like mic drop moment because I, I like that is if you really think about it like god the god of the universe becoming a baby completely emptying of himself dying like that is just crazy to wrap our brains around but it's the core of why we believe what we believe and so um yeah it's a fun passage of scripture and i it was fun to study and teach Right on, Tay. Can't wait to listen to it, and it'll be posted today. Uh, you know, Tuesday before our youth group or quote unquote small group Zoom tonight. Um, yeah. But you know, Tay. Yeah, it's it is. It's such a mic drop. I love that because it it it's the humility of our like. I don't know. It humbles me knowing that the Spirit mm-hmm. of God not only is working in me, but that He became flesh for me. 
And so whenever mm-hmm. I struggle with, cause that's probably one of my big struggles is, is doing things in ministry in my own, in my own flesh or, or yeah. comparing ministry and comparing holiness and godliness to like physical things when it's not, it's such a spiritual act. And yet we see our God humbling himself and, and even though being fully God, like became fully flesh and, and yeah. it just, it is, it's such a humbling thing. And so can't wait to listen to it, Tate. I'm sure you did a great job. Mm-hmm. I know you're a little nervous uh, looking at a video camera for, for that long. It's, oh, man, I yeah. don't know how I'm going to teach in front of people after this. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah. after, I, I never want to teach in front of the video camera again. Although <laughs> shout out to Riley Monzo. He gave me this great thing that made it a lot easier. Oh, cool. And I did, I had a camera. I did so many takes in the beginning and I, cause in the behind me are my essential oils. Oh, and I said something about like the witchcraft. demon oils are behind me but i don't remember if that made the final video or not so either way you'll get to see my extensive witchcraft oil collection so i can't wait i can't wait so good you have anything to add erica with the that spirit no i actually am really excited to hear like what the discussion is going to be like Mm -hmm. um with our small groups oh yeah because Mm -hmm. I think this is such a great passage, as you were saying, Tate, like the unity leads into humility, which leads into that surrender. Um, And it really just requires that obedience. And so it's like, what it like, what I hope the kids get it. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I I hope they do. And Tate, you're a great teacher for especially the middle school kids love you. Um, Mm -hmm. Because you're you're like that right amount of fire for them. And then, like, the high schoolers can still, like, draw from it as well. They love you as well. They love to hear from you because your passion um, for God and for his word is, is just there. So I'm really excited to see, like, what they get out of it and the discussion that comes from it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It's good. Cool. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Um, well, yeah, other than that, guys, we want to really encourage you to be a part of uh, our Zoom meeting tonight. We're going to switch from Marco Polo to uh, Zoom. Um, if you need that, I'm sure Tate will post it on Instagram uh, today on, on Tuesday at some point. The, the what do they call the it? Link. The link. The uh, link to <laughs> Zoom. Uh, the link. And, uh, you know, we'll just, that'll be part of tonight. And so we're going to all get together. We'll break into our classrooms or our, our small groups from that. But I just thought it'd be a great time to kind of switch things up as we actually look forward to youth group again. Um, the plan is, I guess I'll just say it now, uh, the plan is August 4th will be our first youth group night. So we're going to start promoting that. It's going to be a barbecue. We're going to have some fun uh, outside youth group. Not sure how all of it's going to work yet, um, but it'll be fun. And I'm sure we'll play some kill your killer out there. Don't worry, parents. No one dies. It's just the name of the game. Uh, It's not that dangerous. So anyway, anyway. Um, But yeah, that's the podcast for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Tate, you got any last words? Nope. I'll see you guys later. I'm excited about Zoom. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be a racket. It's going to, it's, it's going to be, be great. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. My organization side has to be thrown out the window. <laughs> All okay. right, guys, we'll keep washing your hands and keep your fingers out of your mouth. Yep. Weird. Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6:30 PM at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite.